WildTalkRadio.com. Theme song! This is the Firefly Funhouse! And I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar. Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree, and this is Nikki, and we're the Battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels, and what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap, and now you are And it is awesome. Stratisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back, taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch, you hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. Ruthless <laughs> aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and chewed tobacco. I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. <laughs> what the game is playing. Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie. Welcome to Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com. Much for our friends over at MBGFilmsYouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. I am your host, Lindsay Ward. Joining me, as always, is the ever-faithful producer slash co-host slash handyman, Sorokin. We're here. We're live. We're doing a thing. It's called The Rack. You can tweet us at Wild Talk Radio, at Rack Radio Show, at Lindsay Ward, on the Wild Talk Radio, com, Rack Radio Show, com, or twitch.tv slash Live, where you can interact with us live to talk about all the things we're about to talk about on the show, because there are things to talk about. There are indeed things. We're going to be talking about NXT Vengeance Day, which is going to air this Saturday over on the Peacocks. Hey. So um, I should also say that I don't watch a lot of NXT, so this will be an interesting preview. Hey, you, you, you've you watched a lot more NXT than you have in... A year? Towards the last year. The, the last month, you watched more NXT than you have in the last six months, so... You're you've, you're caught up. I'm caught up. You're caught is, up. Is... You're you're caught up. Okay. All right. I'm as caught up as I'm going to be. Yes. Ding. Oh my goodness gracious. So let's get into the news brought to you by our friends over at mbgfilmsyoutube.com/mbg1211. Where do you want to start? 
Let's start with WWE because it's at the top. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> That's how you want to do it. We'll start at the top. Go. Video game, video game publishers Capcom announced that WWE superstar Zelina Vega has lended her electrifying personality and voice to the real-time commentary feature as a color commentator in the upcoming Street Fighter VI video game. I believe the name is Zuri. Mm-hmm. And that was the outfit she wore back at the Royal Rumble. Yeah, she looks super cute. So, good so look for that coming up. Yeah, it's good. Getting more WWE personalities into different environments isn't the worst thing in the world to spread awareness for the WWE brand. And for someone like Zelina, she's able to spread her interest in, interest elsewhere and in representing the WWE brand. And, you know, it all works out for everybody. It's good because it's an outside opportunity. It's something that, like you said, it keys into her interest. It's, it's good for WWE because they're getting a name out there. And Zelina's a manager for Legato. They're not pushing Legato that hard right now. So it's something to keep her occupied and keep her busy as opposed to, and keep her relevant as opposed to just having her sit in the back and show up, you know, once a week or whatever. So it's really, really good for her. It's really good for them. Like you said, it's just good for everybody. And this is something that WWE superstars have itched for for years is to be able to go and do other outside opportunities like this. And Xavier Woods kind of sort of kicked down the door a little bit with this. And the New Day sort of did as well. So this is just Selena continuing on in that trend. Yeah, of being able to go into video games and do this. And she's she was out for six months because of an, <laughs> a weird injury that, you, you know, sort of only happens to females. So her getting back in the swing of things and doing other things isn't the worst idea. Nope, not at all. Moving on from that, another outside opportunity WWE Rock commentator, Kevin Patrick, whose real name is Kevin Egan, has picked up, has been picked up by Apple to form part of the new Major League Soccer broadcast team. He was part of the 31 new additions to the massive broadcast team who will be doing commentary analysis and studio shows covering the MLS season pass on Apple TV. This is awesome for him. He was part of the Atlanta soccer team, uh, their commentary team before he got picked up by WWE. So he's going back into that world. Um, so this is a good chance for him. Um, it should not interfere with his schedule. It should not interfere with his schedule as of now. Unless something, t- if this takes off and... Because Apple had uh, baseball last season, and now they're, they're bringing in soccer. Cause, so they're trying to get into live sports, and adding 31 people to co- to uh, cover MLS is a lot. And it's good to see that he's getting some outside work. And, you know, it helps, because for them only working once a week and him working four to five days a month for WWE, getting another gig isn't the worst idea. No, it's really not. I mean, it's something it's, he's passionate about, too. Yeah. Again, it's getting the name out there. It's getting the brand out there. It's keeping everybody happy. Like, that's what they're trying to do. It's, okay, all right, so what's going to keep you happy? What do you want to do? You want to go do video game work? Go do video game work. You want to go do soccer stuff? Go do soccer stuff. Like, as long as it doesn't interfere with your schedule, then it's fine. Like, I think what's nice about the new regime is that it is the realization that their st- their their talent really does have more power than just being on WWE TV. And it seems like it's being encouraged for talent to go out and now look for these opportunities where in the past it's maybe not been as encouraged. That it's been a very hard line that only certain people have been allowed to do certain things. And now that's broadening with the change in changing of the guard and the understanding of what's really available out there in terms of streaming and video games and cameo and just 
being content creators and and um, influencers in general, what that really means, because that's really what WWE superstars kind of fall into are influencers. Mm-hmm. And the power of what they can bring to brands is something that's being noticed by everybody. So it's good. Yeah. And last but certainly not least, The Rock is slated to be a presenter at the Grammys this Sunday. No word on if he will in fact be, because unfortunately his mom did get in a car accident today. She's going to be okay. She's going to recover. Everything's fine. But scary moment for him, for sure. It was a scary moment for him, for sure. But yeah, he's scheduled to hand out one of the big awards this uh, this Sunday at the Grammys. He couldn't make the Royal Rumble, but it'll be at the Grammys. <laughs> Less physically demanding. He doesn't have to. He, he doesn't have to take any bumps up for the the Grammy. So we're good. We're good. Okay. Moving on to AEW ROH, DAZN announces a multi-year, multi-territory exclusive broadcasting with All Elite Wrestling. So congratulations to them. So press release number one. The Zone Group announced that it has secured exclusive broadcast rights to a top American professional wrestling professional wrestling promotion, All Elite Wrestling, in a multi-year agreement that will bring premium matches and entertainment to the Zone subscribers in 42 markets across Europe and Asia. That's pretty good. Uh, let's see. Effective media, the Red Hot promotion will add more than 200 events annually to the Zone's ever-growing schedule, including AEW Dynamite every Wednesday, Rampage Fridays, Battle Belts 40 times a year, Pay-Per-Views four times a year, Dark Elevation, and Dark. Uh, so it will be available in a variety of countries, so check your local foreign country for more information because I'm not reading half these names so there you go congrats to them for getting exposure elsewhere good for them moving on to press release number two aw has announced that they are refreshing and renaming their community program is going to now be called aew together the company announced a refreshed and refocused community outreach program under a new, new name aw together moving forward aw together will operate as aw's philanthropic initiative designed to fostering lasting and positive change in each AW market AW visits. Under the leadership of new community, director of community engagement, Caitlin Borden, AEW Together will dedicate its effort and initiatives around four co- pillars. Next generation, focusing on youth programs, equality with emphasis of human rights and social change, service, helping those in need in the local area, and wellness, focusing on physical and mental health. The efforts of AEW Together complement AEW's commitment to fostering the physical, mental awareness and wellness of its talent and staff. Warden and AEW Senior Vice President and Chief Legal Officer Megan Park established these core pillars with a renewed emphasis on selecting and serving causes near and dear to AEW's roster. Let's see, she, Caitlin Borden, will serve as the Director of Community Engagement. Amber Amanda Huber will continue. Impactful work as Community Engagement Coordinator. Mark Henry, Paul White, Jack Roberts, and Captain Sean Dean have been promoted as special advisors to AEW together. In this role, they will bring their experience and passion for community relations to help identify partner organizations across the country, assist in incorporating talent participation, and provide counsel on enhancing activation. It's Jake, a lot. Jake Roberts. Jake Roberts. Congratulations to AEW, <laughs> and let's hope that they move forward together in community togetherness. <laughs> There was a hand signal that went with that. Anyway, moving on, AW has also announced the launch of their new live event series. That's right, everybody get ready because AW is going to start doing house shows. It's going to be called AW House Rules. No touring information has been announced, but Wait. they are officially going on the road. There is information because we have a press release, third press release. Wait, you snuck a third press release I said, in there? I said there were three. Last night there were only two. This, this one came in like after 10 o'clock. <laughs> God damn it. Continuing to pursue meteoric rise and finally the success of AEW Dynamite on Wednesday. 
and Rampage, fans can expect up-close-and-personal experience in local venues with a spectacular, engaging environment. These non-televised live events will showcase an electrifying mix of matches featuring the stars of AEW. Each event offers an even more immersive experience for fans, including customized merchandise, unique ways to engage with featured talent, and inner show interactions different from what is featured on AEW television. The first AEW house, show, house rules show will take place Saturday, March 18th in Troy, Ohio at the Hobart Arena will feature Ohio's own John Moxley, Colonel Castanoli, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, Darby Allen, Orange Cassidy, and many more. Tickets for all AEW House Rules shows start at $20 plus. Fees can purchase AEWTix.com starting February 3rd, which is tomorrow at 10 a.m. Eastern. Further show dates will be announced in the coming weeks. As a lifelong fan of professional nurse and grew up on attending house shows, AW House Rules is an exciting next step in our journey, giving fans a new level of access to top-tier professional wrestling. We, uh, we created this so we can only work TV, but now our talent need house shows so to make more income because we won't let them do indies. I mean, that was not in the press release, but that's that was what was done. <laughs> I mean, I think we all knew this was coming at some point because they have to begin to grow their profits for AEW. Because I, honestly, I don't know if they're in the black or not. I have no idea. But AEW needs to continue to expand and they kind of got cut off by COVID and they've been coming out of that and now we're here where they've hit, they've kind of hit a wall like you can see it in their viewership and so they need to continue to generate interest in their brand. Yes. And one really good way to do that is to do touring house shows and go out and get in front of different crowds, smaller venues, and generate and excite your fan base because if all you're showing your fans is what's on TV or what's on YouTube, they're not really going to to care. Like one of the things that's cool is to go to a house show. Like if you've ever been to a, a non WWE televised house show, it's a lot of fun. Like going to a TV taping is fun, but going to the house shows is a lot more fun because they tend to do things that they would never show on TV. You get to see matches that you tend to never see on TV and the talent are a little bit more relaxed and they tend to cut loose more and just have fun. And it's just a way more fun atmosphere. So I'm happy that AEW has announced that they're doing this. Yes, the underlying tone is that they need to pay, they want to pay their talent more but in order to do that they have to be running more shows so this is the answer they're going to start running house shows um but it's good it's good for everybody it is because if they're going to if they're going to put wear and tear on their bodies they should do it for the company that's paying them full time rather than joe schmo indie promotion yeah and i mean i think we all knew that the dream of allowing talent to work the indies was eventually going to end in aw much in the same way that it did in wwe where you're bringing them more under exclusive contracts you only want them working for you or for approved indies if they're going to work for you and so yeah because you're sort of cutting off those means of revenue you need to basically find a way to make up for that because it's is not cool to be because let me backtrack aw talent does not make that much money like the higher the higher end people do the people that have the guaranteed contracts do but the people that don't the people are that are there like week in and week out and are just basically getting paid per play they're not making a lot of money with the understanding that they're there for TV when they need to be there for TV. They're paid for that time. But beyond that, they need to supplement their own income by going out to indie promotions and making their money out on the indies. And post-COVID, Tony Khan and co and company have sort of reined that in a little bit where they're like, okay, all right, we really don't want you going out and working the small indies anymore. Like, you can go do Japan, and I think you can do go do Mexico. 
You can I think you... work with the, the promotions that they have business with. Yeah, that they do business with. But beyond that, you're not you you're not supposed to go work those shows. And they do get very upset if you go out and you go outside the company. Impact used to do this as well. They did something very similar where they started to lock all that down. And as a result, Impact did the very same thing. They had to start doing house shows and touring more to make up for the fact that they cut that income off and they had to make it up to the talent. And who oversaw that? Uh, I believe that would be Jeff Jarrett. Who is now overseeing this. Amazing. Uh, just astonishing <laughs> how that works. But yeah, I think it's... It's a good I, thing. It's a good thing. Ultimately, it's a good thing for AEW. I think it's growth in the right direction because I know that they've been trying to grow TV. And that's great that they've been trying to grow TV. But if you don't have the audience to necessarily grow TV, which I'm not saying they don't, but they're sitting right around a million for dynamite less for rampage it that to me doesn't tell me that they could support really any more tv (laughs) especially based on some of the other properties that they've tried to launch that have not done well so you need to like you need to continue to grow your brand and that's what they're doing Yes. So good for them. Good on them. In other notes, Big Con, a.k.a. Connor from The Ascension, has signed a deal with Impact Wrestling. Hey. Dirty Ding. Dirty Dango, a.k.a. Fondango. No, 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 no. It's Fondango. Scarmouche, Scarmouche. The Fondango. Anyway, has signed a deal with Impact Wrestling. Congratulations to him. And Kenny King has signed a deal with Impact Wrestling. So congratulations to him. Mm-hmm. Moving on, Impact Wrestling bringing Bound for Glory to Chicago. <laughs> as if they need any more professional wrestling, but here we go. On October 21st, the Spring Slugfest on April 28th and uh, July 29th, and Chicago Heat on July 28th and 29th. Season passes for all events are now available. Like, it's good that Impact's going out and they're going to start touring, but it's Chicago. They're running four events in Chicago, and you get to buy the season pass to get to all events, so... I mean, at least they're being smart and they're doing season pass. And it's spread out throughout the year, so it's April, July, and October. So you're going to get TV tapings and and live events, and it's good for them. It's good, but it's just like, uh... It's called They Got uh, a Good Deal for Arena, and... (laughs) They're going to take it, damn it. Hey, we can secure... What? We can secure an arena for a cheaper price if we book four events? Score. Let's go. Hey, they're on the road. That's what matters. They're on the road. They're touring. I will never, ever, ever fault Impact for continuing to grow in the right direction. Because, man, for a minute, they were dead. They were just dead. A couple couple times. A couple times. Like, you're like, is this the end? Like, I remember having those conversations. Is this the end of Impact Wrestling? And, man, they are harder to kill than a cockroach. They just keep coming back. That, that they do. So, I can't fault them at all, especially considering the fact that their counterpart, ROH, is where ROH is. Gonna launch TV taping soon. So, with that, let's take our first and only break of the evening. And when we come back, we will be doing Tweet of the Week, and we're going to be doing our NXT Vengeance Day preview, so you don't want to miss it. You're listening to Rack right here on MalltalkRadio.com, and we'll be right back. Are you following us on twitch.tv slash WTR live? 
Do you have Amazon Prime? If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free. Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night. This just into the CB Radio News Desk. CB Radio is moving. Sources tell us that CB Radio is moving to a brand new start time. Wait a minute, sources tell you what? Sources tell us that CB Radio is moving to a new start time of 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Are these the same sources that said that Fuzzy Wuzzy wasn't a bear? Confirmed. I don't know if we can trust it. Trust the sources, CB Radio is now going to be live every Saturday night, 11.30 p.m. Eastern, 8.30 p.m. on the Pacific. But what about midnight-ish? Still midnight-ish Atlantic time. That's a relief. We are still your only excuse to be home on a Saturday night, just earlier. Every Sunday night, the evolution continues with Wrestle Talk Radio, giving you all the latest happenings in sports entertainment. With the intern, the producer, the original Tim Stein, and sometimes a Kate Sheep. It's WTR Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Mountain, only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Every Monday night, once Monday Night Raw ends, the Raw Post Show goes live. You want to hear a story? Give me a hell yeah! Join Lindsay and Sir Rockin' as they give their opinions on what they liked, what? what they didn't like, what? and what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show. What? Monday nights, what? 11 p.m. Eastern, what? live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. And that's the bottom line! Go Stone, go Simpson! Did you know you can use support a creator code Rock and Sock in the Fortnite item shop? That's R O C K N S O C K in the Fortnite item shop. That's a hashtag ad because we are a hashtag epic partner. You think you know me? Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar, a.k.a. Dwight Hendrickson from Haven, and you are listening to The Rack. And 
And welcome back to the rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com, brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. You're on Twitch and you have to have a Prime Gaming sub available. You can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. You can also subscribe the regular way, follow the channel, hang out and chat, or listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. And with that, Tweet of the Week. Well, I used to be the kind of person spending time on my space Until the spammers ended up taking over my place And I was so bitter Until I found Twitter Ooh, a place where you can go ahead and write what you're feeling 140 characters or less is what you're giving My addiction starts to climb I go to refresh my timeline Cause I won't stop tweeting no more, no more It cannot wait I'm sure Alrighty Darren Elmore Be careful down there The shrimp is doing a number on my lower intestine Said during vacation and sex <laughs> Kira Buckland First, there is no real fast track or secret to success. Many currently successful voice actors have spent years or even decades honing their craft through training, practice, and on-the-job experience. You might even be taking classes for years before your fa- your first paid job. Naziz H. Tarsha. There actually is a secret fast track to success in this industry. You must challenge and beat the chosen eight of VO, collect their relics, and bring them to the shriek- secret shrine of VO. Offer them, and the shrine will reveal to you the mysteries of the industry. Good luck. Matt Mitchell. Waffle House Will saw his shadow and immediately tried to fight it. Six more weeks of probation. Hmm. And that's all I have. NFL memes. Yeah, sex is cool, but have you ever watched the Dallas Cowboys get eliminated by a rookie quarterback who was literally the last draft pick in the, in the draft? I mean... There you go. Um, Joel would be was fined twenty five thousand dollars for his DX crotch shop celebration. Triple H, curious Joel and Bean, if you wrote a bigger check now, could you get a volume discount to cover the rest of the season? Hashtag I'll chip in. Hashtag <laughs> suck it. Hunter, Hunter, Hunter. Don't encourage. Uh, and in that's Tony Romo announces a game like the kid who just ran into the house to tell their mom about something bad that just happened outside. Yes. That is in fact true. Richard Trianfo, I am so excited for the season premiere of Chrisley Knows Best. Or Chrisley, Chrisley knows don't drop the soap next week after WWE Raw. Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, Tom Brady has retired. Again. Again. J.J. Watt responds to Tom Brady's retirement. Greatest of all time. No question. No debate. It's been an honor and a privilege. P.S. The newly retired group meets on the golf courses every Monday at 10 a.m. Drinks are on the new guy. So bring your wallet. <laughs> Annie Agar. Aaron Rodgers woke up and saw the shadow. Six more weeks of having no clue whose quarterback he is. Mike Golick Jr. Ryan Clark. This is a, quoting what happened on the NFL Pro Bowl's uh, games today. Ryan Clark. Have you ever that, been that hot in Vegas? Derek Carr. Not that hot. That's probably why I'm going somewhere else. I mean, yeah, it probably is why you're going somewhere else. Yep. Anyway, that's Tweet of the Week. That's Tweet of the Week. All right. Let's talk about NXT Vengeance Day, which happens this Saturday on the Peacocks. And this is going to be an interesting show. We have six matches. I will I will say that um I have not watched I have watched some NXT, I haven't watched a lot, but I 
am somewhat aware of what's going on. Um, so I'm looking forward to the show. I can't say I'm excited, but I'm looking forward to the show. It looks like there's going to be some good matches on this card. Should be a solid, solid show. All right, well, where are we starting? Let's start with Roxanne Perez, who is your champion, taking on Gigi Dolan and JC Jane in a triple threat for the NXT Women's Championship. So, this is going to be a fun little match. This should be good. This is an example of we're throwing our top two heels, now that Manny's gone, against our top babyface Roxanne Perez. Um, they teased dissension between Toxic Traction. They both won a battle royal a couple few weeks ago to get this shot at the NXT Women's Championship, where they both landed at the same exact time on the outside of the ring. So they were declared dual number one contenders. This is going to be an opportunity for three women who have never been put in this position to shine for WWE. It's going to probably be the semi-main event. There's going to be a lot of eyeballs watching this match. They should deliver a good match. It'll be interesting to see how Gigi and JC play off each other now that they have to fight each other for real this time. And Roxanne's the ultimate underdog champion right now where she's the she's going against two two women who are basically a tag team. Two, two of the, long, the, the longest reigning tag team champions in, or one of them in NXT history. I mean, probably the most dominant faction they've had in a long, long time. I mean, the odds aren't in her favor, but she will probably retain. I was going to say, the odds are definitely not in her favor, but what does play in her favor is the fact that at some point... Um, Greed will kick in for JC and Gigi and they will, they will go for it themselves each this whole, Oh yeah, we're friends. We're buddies. We're tag team partners. When there's a title on the line, that shit goes out the window really, really quickly. It does. So, um, the way that I kind of see this going is Gigi and JC sort of take out Roxanne first and then they go for each other where they both go for the pen and it's like, no, it's mine. No, it's mine. And then they start fighting. And then the way that Roxanne can sort of pick up the win is she just sneaks in on one of them and, and gets a victory. Yeah. And that's kind of how that should be in this type of match. It's your stereotypical WWE triple threat style, and I, that should be what they do. Yeah, so I don't like I don't foresee any shenanigans. I don't foresee any problems in this. This should be relatively straightforward. Um, but I'm going to pick Roxanne to be your champion and retain. I don't, as much as I respect Gigi and JC, I don't see any reason to put the title on them. I don't. I actually see them potentially going up to the main roster soon. Um, I'm a little surprised they did not go up after Rumble, but it, oh, it is what it is. Yeah, I was surprised they weren't in the rubble, but here we are. So, um, I say Roxanne retains. Going Roxanne retains. Magic 8-Ball, does Gigi Dolan win? All signs point to yes, thanks to the the Magic 8-Ball wheel. Wrestler 2. Which would be Gigi. Mm, All right. What's next? Up next, we have Apollo Crews taking on Carmelo Hayes with Trick Williams. This will be a two out of falls, or excuse me, two out of three falls. There we go. Match. Match, yeah. Um, This has to be a win for Carmelo Hayes because if Apollo wins, I don't know what you do with him, but I know what you need to do with Carmelo. He's got to be the guy who at Stand and Deliver on WrestleMania weekend, WrestleMania Saturday in the afternoon, which will be 1,700 hours of wrestling. So much wrestling. So much wrestling. Um, Challenging Brown Breaker for the NXT Championship. That's what it should be. That's how it should be. But we've been saying that for months, that he should be the guy in that position. And they, they're just sort of slow playing it and slow playing it and slow playing it. And I, I don't know. Apollo's here to, I guess, elevate people. I don't like what they're doing with him and the visions. I just, I, it's kind of stupid. Wait, the visions? 
he has visions and he sees outcomes of things and that's why people get worried about what may happen in the matches and or situations that's kind of what his gimmick is he has visions it's just okay it's just i don't know it doesn't register with me it's kind of stupid but some people like it it's at least better than the gimmick that was on smackdown that's the best way to put it i didn't realize that's what was going on <laughs> yeah okay i'm not sure what they're doing with apollo um but i will agree with your assessment that carmelo hayes is out of the two the stronger talent at this point in terms of who they're pushing yeah like as much as i would love to see them do something with apollo Crews and push him because once upon a time he was in carmelo's position um i just don't foresee them doing that anytime soon Mm -hmm. um so yeah i could see them giving carmelo the win especially since it's two out of three falls i just hope i hope because this is my pet peeve okay what is it with two out of three falls that you do like two really quick falls and then you do the long third space the fall i do a long first and then two quick ones i don't like it when they're quick i like it when it's more evenly paced because i hate and i hate it when they get the fall like right out of the gate like they go for the roll up and it's like oh my god i already got one fall no no have the match have a match and then you start going for the falls and then you get the fall like i hate when they like go for it right away and they get it right away like no no it's not how this works it's wrestling i mean how i guess 15 minutes three falls five minutes of fall i guess i guess i don't know but i don't i don't see them going past 15 minutes for this match maybe 20 i mean apollo can go they can go but you got it's a three hour show and you got six matches um but looking at some of the other matches on this card i don't know i don't know how long they're going to be you know yeah i mean there's enough on this show that i mean there's the tag match which we'll talk about too that has a lot of people so it should drag you know extend the show a little bit i don't know they're expecting five thousand people this show that was just great for them since it's the first time out on the road that's awesome for them i hope they get it it will it will be nice to see them out of the performance center and actually in a building um and have a a larger crowd because we all remember the crowds of old for takeover and we've missed and when i say we i mean rock and i we've missed that i know a lot of other people have missed that as well and one of the things that sadly stopped that was a combination of covid and um it was mainly covid because yeah mainly covid because they were out they, they were one of the last events before covid happened where they were out in, it was nxt portland was the last takeover event before it was the end of february early march whatever it was and then we were in covid and then they got taken to the performance center and they haven't left till february what is it fourth fifth february something 4th? like that yeah february 4th <laughs> They, almost three years. Almost three years. They've done one event outside of the PC, which was at WrestleMania. That's it. So, yeah. Anyway, you going Carmelo? I'm going Carmelo. I'm going Carmelo. Eight ball Carmelo? Not so good. So there's a no on that one. And then we spin the magical wheel of fun. If it works. Here we go. Wrestler one. That would be Apollo. All right, what's next? All right, interesting. Well, you mentioned a tag match, but it's not the tag match you referred to. Katana Chance and Caden Carter, your NXT Women's Tag Team Champions, are taking on Fallon Henley and Kiana James with Josh Briggs and Brooks Jensen, a.k.a. Fake AMW, to basically defend the titles. So, the, the pairing of Henley and Kiana, I think Kiana's the one who paid for their bar or something. I think she helped them out, and then they got, she kind of took interest in one of them, one of the, the Briggs or Jensen, I forget which one. I don't, it's hard to remember names. Um... And Fallon likes the other one, 
and they were kind of pushed together because the guys wanted to see, you know, you know, you guys did good in this one tryout match, so now you guys should team up and challenge for the tag team titles. So that's kind of where the story is on that one. And you look at the Casey's, and I don't know. I know they're like the TikTok or TikTok people, and they're, or they're, you know, social media people, not not the Twitch streamer because that that gimmick debuted on on Tuesday, um, which was interesting. It, I I don't know how to feel about that. I'm not sure. I I kind of like it, but it, she's good in the ring though. So that's good. She's good in the ring, but I don't know if I like... That they're doing a Twitch streamer gimmick? <laughs> because it doesn't read Twitch. No, it doesn't. They don't... Like, legitimately, they don't know what a streamer is. They don't know how people, like, act in streaming, but they're trying to do a streamer gimmick, a YouTuber gimmick, where, like, hey, make sure you like and follow and all the things, and but they don't know the verbiage, and it, it's, like, for people who do it and know it and have been around Twitch forever, you watch it and go, this is not what streaming is. I mean, it's, like, <laughs> when she it. came out, it was, like, okay, so it's, like, a Matrix thing? Is that what she's doing? And then they had the chat on the side, and I'm, like, so is that her social feed? Like, what the fuck is that supposed to be? Like, it didn't read streamer at all to me it just didn't like you need to have her walk out with with what austin theory was doing austin theory was doing closer to a social influencer streamer gimmick than what she's doing which is grayson's doing a better one like it's just yeah it's they tried like she looks good she she can go in the ring but it just the streamer it didn't read streamer no no it's it's something anyway back to this match the casey's They've been champs for a little bit. Honestly, I, I see a shakeup here. I, I The idea of, hey, we're together, not a team, but hey, now we're a team kind of gimmick kind of works, and it would be a nice little story for Henley and James, and it doesn't hurt the Casey's to lose the belts here. I think Henley and James kind of need it just to give them something and keep the, the angle going forward. I feel like they're high on Henley and James. Like, I love the Casey's, but the Casey's have kind of gone nowhere. And that's part of the problem is they're in the same exact position that they were a year ago. Well, a little Um, little bit better, but yeah. A little bit better, but they're still, they haven't gone much higher. That's my problem is they're still there. They're still a tag team and they're still on NXT. Like they should have, they should have gone up. Yeah, they should go. They, they, they should go up soon too. Like they have been there for a hot, hot minute as a tag team. They need to go up to the main roster, um, not to like demand it or anything. But it's just they, they're one of the last holdouts. I feel like from the black and gold brand that carried over, and they need to go. Mm-hmm. Um, or they should go. They deserve to go. That's the actual right phrase. They deserve to go. Um, but as for Henley and James, I have no emotional attachment to them whatsoever. Um, I'm not high on Keanu James. I don't really care for the character. I don't get the character other than it's like a Miss Hancock 2.0 kind of thing, but she's the boss now. Um, like Fallon Henley's cute. I like her, but. I just, there's no emotional investment here. So sure, Fallon, Henley, and Keanu James, why not? Yeah, we'll go with um, Henley and and, uh, James for the win. April, do the Casey's retain? Very doubtful. Mm. Magical wheel? Wrestler 3. No. But it said Wrestler 3. Wrestler 1. That'll be the champs retaining. (laughs) But it said Wrestler 3. It's Wrestler 3, Rock. It's not Wrestler 3. But it's Wrestler 3. It's not Wrestler 3. But wrestler three would be Fallon Henley. No, it wouldn't. There's four wrestlers in this match. There's not, no. And two two man toys at the ringside. <sighs> no. Next. <laughs> I'm 
Next is the other tag team match. The New Day, Kobe Kingston and Xavier Woods, who are your champions, are taking on Gallus, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang, Pretty Deadly, Elton Prince and Kit Wilson, Chase University, Andre Chase and Duke Hudson with Thea Hall for the NXT Tag Team Championship. This is a fatal four-way match for the titles. So this is anything goes. Um, this will be fun. This, this be, will be a lot of fun. This should be good. So the Chase University earned their way into the match on, on Tuesday, which was good for them. Gallus entered, earned their title shot a few weeks ago um, with the gauntlet. So they got theirs. And Pretty Deadly has been begging for a title shot ever since they lost them to the New Day. And then it's, well, the New, new Day. Um, This is an opportunity to showcase a lot of tag team talent. A lot of the first tag team talent because you have Gallus from, from the UK. You have uh, Pretty Deadly from the UK. And you have Chase Yu who are from here in... There's also a new day from the main roster. So a lot of talent getting a lot of exposure. Curious to see where the, if it was me, one, I would keep it on new day for a little bit longer or two, I put it on chase you. They would be my second choice for who wins. I was going to say chase you or, um, Gallus. Yeah, but I think you're going to run this through mania weekend with the new day. I would assume because I don't, see anything for New Day for WrestleMania, so them having a prime spot on NXT stand and deliver would probably be a good thing for them. Oh, 100% would be a good thing for them, but I'm just saying, I, I wouldn't mind seeing it on uh, Gallus. Just because I like Gallus, they, and they haven't had much exposure on NXT TV, mm-hmm. so it would be nice to see them get that, um, but also at the same time, I don't know if they're actually going to Pretty deadly is like the good thing about this is that you have a, an entire group of very highly experienced tag teams who do nothing but tag teams. Like Chase Yu, Duke Hudson, and company, they've been put together. They work well together. Like Andre Chase, Duke Hudson, they work well together. But you have New Day, Kofi, and Xavier, who have been a team for literally years. Gallus, another thing, have been team for years. Pretty deadly team for years. So there's a cohesion there that maybe Chase and Hudson don't necessarily have, but they have the wild card in Thea Hall that can kind of make up for that. So it's really anybody's guess who's going to take this, but um, Pretty Deadly had the titles. They just lost them to New Day. They had a long run with them. I can't see them putting them back on them this quickly. Chase U would be really entertaining to see them with the titles, Um, but I don't know where they're really going with Chase U, especially since I don't really see Andre Chase as a wrestler. I see him more as a manager, Um, but I'm down. Because they they basically reinvented Duke Hudson and found him something to do after there were all the awkwardness that he had to go through. Um, and then there's Gallus, right? Mm-hmm. So I hate that we keep agreeing, but I have to agree that like they there's not a reason to take the titles off of New Day, especially heading into Mania. Like the whole reason, one of the whole reasons the titles are on them to begin with is to draw for Vengeance Day. So I could see that they just keep them there a little while longer for Mania weekend. Yeah, and it makes the most sense to do it. If you're going to do the title change back, do it for Mania Weekend. Give them a big rub. Whoever's winning, get a big rub, and yeah. Go from there. All right, so New Day, New Day. April, does Gallus win Wrestler the belts? Three. Wrestler 3. Better not tell me. I asked the April. The April can't tell you Wrestler 3. Wrestler 3. Right. So we'll go back to the wheel, and the wheel can't tell you Wrestler 3 either. Wrestler 3. Pretty deadly. <gasps> That's Wrestler 3! <laughs> was, in fact, Wrestler 3. Um, eight ball, they manifested it! 8-Ball pretty deadly win? Ask him later. 
Oh, eight ball. I don't have all night. Okay. Eight ball. New day winning? It is decidedly so. God, was that so hard? Apparently was. My goodness. All right. And in your main event. No. Of... No. No. Semi, maybe, mid opener. Oh, right. I missed one. Sorry. <laughs> well, it's for the North American Championship. I mean, you know. So we have Wes Lee, who is your North American champion, taking on the Leather Daddy Dijak. I don't know what else to call it, because that's what he is. It's a look. It's a good look. He pulls it off very, very, very well. I don't know if it has lasting power, but it's a look. So Dijak won the number one contendership of the last show we watched, which was NXT New Year's Evil. And now he gets a shot, which he's been calling for two years, where he can get a shot for the North American Championship. It's something he wants. It's something he desires. It is something that keeps him up at night. Then you have Wesley, who's there. He's a very talented wrestler. But I watched the promo on on Tuesday, and no one cared. Um, About either man. It was kind of, they tried, and it just flatlined a little bit. Um, but that's, that happens from time to time. It's, it's not a representation of what they're doing fully with either man, but I don't, Wesley was a great tag team wrestler and is a great wrestler in general, but the character is just a, doesn't do much. It's sort of a, just an average character. And Dijak, I don't know, he's dark and mysterious and leather and, but I, he's like the big boss man kind of too. I don't. I think he tortures people on the side. So he's a, mm, like I said, he's a leather daddy. Okay, we'll go with that. Um, Dijak wins. I don't know, that's... Yeah, Dijak wins. <laughs> I got no reasoning other than he's big, strong, tough, and something different. Again, I hate that we're agreeing, but <laughs> I don't... I don't see a reason why they shouldn't put it on Dijak. Like, that's... That's me. Like, just on the limited experience that I have, I don't... I don't see a reason to not put it on Dijak, especially since you could move Wesley on to potentially something bigger. Like you could have him technically be a contender for Braun Breaker because he's been a North American champion. So you could have him try to make that run, whether it's successful or unsuccessful. I have no idea, but it is something you could do with Wesley. Um, you could have him keep with Dijak for a while, but just based on size difference alone, Dijak should technically win um again he's someone that they're pushing they're high on him they're high on the character and after the whole retribution incident which we shall not mention you owe him one they kind of owe him one like they actually owe him more than one they owe him technically breaker's title but they're gonna give him potentially the north america title as a hey sorry about that whole bullshit deal and at least you didn't end up in the male models not that I'm 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 scoffing at the male models because the male models are actually very entertaining. Their, but their, their Twitter stuff is good. Like it's hey we're gonna we're gonna throw you a bone for that whole um mask crap whatever he was called T bar T bar we're we're just we're just gonna you know we're just gonna fix this so yeah I say I say die jack wins die jack wins eight ball die jack wins ask again eight ball you don't have all night we'll go to the wheel then we're coming back to you. Wrestler won. That'd be Wesley. Wesley win eight ball? Please say something. Don't count on Wesley winning. Okay. Got it. Next. Now it's your main event. Now it's the main event. Braun Breaker, who is your NXT champion, taking on Grayson Waller in a steel cage match. Grayson Waller, God bless him, 
needs to die in this. So they've built this up well. They, they're doing the whole, they can't be in the same part arena together. They they brawl. He's, a, he's an antagonizer. Grayson Waller is playing the chicken shit as well as anyone else could play the chicken shit. Yeah, he is. And, and, and getting the job done. He's frustrating Braun Breaker. But we have not come all this way to Vengeance Day for Braun Breaker not to get his vengeance on Grayson Waller. We've also not come all this way for Braun Breaker to lose the championship six weeks, seven weeks before WrestleMania weekend, where he'll probably be defending it against Carmelo Hayes at Stand and Deliver, and we crown a new NXT champion there instead of here, because you should send the fans home happy here with a big babyface win, so him winning in the cage, which kind of is good for him because he can throw people around, it works. Um, yeah, I... They this instead of this being a one-off match, they drug it out to two, which good job on them on their storytelling because they broke the the ring and then got Grayson counted out because of it. And yeah, this should be a good match. I'm glad we're gonna get a conclusion. Yeah, my man, that's that's the you don't know. I would expect it to be very heavily positive, but you don't know. And that's the thing about this entire show. You don't know. Because the 250 people to 500 people at the Performance Center are not 5,000 people in Charlotte, North Carolina. Woo. Because, and, and this will tell you who's over, who's not, who does the crowd know, who doesn't the crowd know. All up and down this entire card, we'll see. And it's why it's good that you have New Day, because it's a recognizable act no matter what. Um, and we'll see how the other teams are getting over, how over Chase U is, how over Roxanne Perez actually is, how dominant, how over Toxic Attraction are. Now that Mandy's gone, which, that's <laughs> interesting what's going on with Mandy. Um, so, yeah, this entire show is going to be interesting to see what type of reaction people get. Are they getting enough heat? Is Grayson Waller getting the heat you're supposed to get? Is Carmelo Hayes going to be in his position where the crowd cheers and boots him because he, technically he's supposed to be the heel, but he's getting over as a babyface a little bit? Will that translate over here in front of this crowd? We don't know. But it's something to see this Saturday on Peacock. Yeah, I would agree with that. And there's no reason to take the title off a of breaker. I'm going to back rock on that. Like, you're coming up on WrestleMania. He's held the title for over? Almost a year? Um, over a year? Because he, he won it back right after WrestleMania on Raw. Cause yeah. Because he, he did not get it back at TakeOver. He got it back on Raw. He's held it since Monday Night Raw. So, yeah. So, he's coming up on a year year as champion um he's another one we're not sure when they're bringing him up but you make an excellent point in the fact that this is going to be the litmus test this is going to be their opportunity to see what's working and what's not really working because the contained crowd is great and we all love the contained crowd but relatively speaking it's not good for knowing who's over and who's not over that's that was the problem with NXT the first go round when it was just in uh, full sale and they didn't go out and tour and it wasn't until they went out on tour that they realized who's actually over and who's not over and then they started to change things based on the crowd reactions for those people where they stopped pushing people as hard in certain cases because they just weren't getting the reaction they wanted and then they start pushed certain people more because they were getting the reaction so this will be a very good test for them to see what's working um i don't know how the crowd's gonna react to breaker i don't know how the crowd's gonna react to anyone but hopefully this is good i don't think either of them has done a cage match before but i do expect Grayson Waller to get thrown around like a rag doll in this, and I don't expect this to be long. 10-15 minutes, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of chasing before the match. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
but I expect it to be good. I expect it to be good. April, does Braunbreaker retain? Very, oh, very doubtful. Oh, okay. And wheel? Wrestler 3. <laughs> Wrestler 2. No, it's a Wrestler 3. The cha- challenger, Wrestler 3. The challenger, Grayson Weller. And we both went Braunbreaker. We're divided. It's us against the ma- the machines. But with that, that's our NXT Vengeance Day preview show. Tune in. Are we doing it? We're, we're no. doing it Thursday next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tune in next week to hear our recap of the show. But I think that, that does it for us. What do you think? It does. Saturday night, 9.30-ish will be Fortnite with Friends. 11.30 p.m. Eastern will be CB Radio live com. Uh, tweet Rob that you're thinking of him, please. Thank you. Just don't ask. Just yeah. Just, just do things, please. Rob to... needs Rob needs love right now, so please tweet him. Please tweet him. Send him positive messages. Anything you can manage to send would be appreciated. I would, I would appreciate it. We'll I'll find out if I can talk about it, and or he'll talk about it. We'll see. <sighs> Alright, Sunday, it's WTO Sunday, Russell Talk Radio, 10 p.m. Eastern, they're going to talk the things that are going on in the world before us from Russell, including the Elimination Chamber, which is in a couple weeks, they're going to talk a little bit about that, uh, and a little bit more, than, and, and we'll have the debut of the new all-time greatest Sunday at 10 p.m. Eastern, Monday nights, it's the Raw Post Show, 11 p.m. Eastern, we'll be back next Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, for our NXT Vengeance Day Review on the rack. It's Rack Radio Show on all social media platforms. Or wherever you get your podcast. Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts. Just search the Rack Radio Show. It's at Wall Talk Radio on Twitter. It's Wall Talk Radio Network. It's Facebook.com is Wall Talk Radio Network. If you have that Amazon Prime link in your Twitch account, it's called Prime Gaming. You support the channel by clicking the purple rectangular button directly below your screen so you can take Jeff Bezos' money and give it to us. You can use creator code RocketSock or... Lynn's M. Ward. In the Fortnite item shop or Epic Game Store. When you buy your brand new skins and all the things, all the collapse, because Kamehameha, Deku Smash, all you want. It's Fortnite Battle Royale. The ultimate Battle Royale experience. Why? Because we are hashtag Epic Partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias at Lynn's Ward, L-N-S-W-D. You can check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Lynn's Ward. Same as the Twitter where I stream Genshin Impact. You can also check me out on YouTube, youtube.com slash... Lin- at symbol Lin's Ward. I almost did the other plug. Or just look for Lin's Ward on the YouTube or linsward.rockradioshow.com. I have my reviews up for people, so go check those out if you're interested. I did 2K23. I did a reaction to the uh, game tra- play trailer, so go check that out. And since I almost did it, go to youtube.com slash mbgfilms, youtube.com slash mbg1211. I don't know why I keep putting the YouTube in front of it. It's mbgfilms, youtube.com slash mbg1211. God, I'm tired. So I'm going to go. Rock's going to go. We'll see y'all next week. Till then. Bye. Wild Talk Radio.